0: It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. That's you know truer truer words have never been spoken. 2020, we await Bart Simpson to save the day. Let's get started on switchcraft, though. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Pokemon Unite. We're going to remind everybody to back up your Smash videos. I've got a tiny rant that I would like to, to talk about. And uh, you're about to be able to watch movies on your Switch in a really, really weird way. Uh, so those stories and possibly more on episode 547 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, this, this show is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And Friday, except for, of course, this Wednesday, because today is Wednesday, and it's uh, well past the time when I would normally record the show. I was busy doing something that I could not sit down and record the show, and for that, I apologize to anybody who follows me on Twitch who was hoping to watch me uh, screw up and have to start over a bunch of times or have fun little conversations between segments of the show uh, for everybody who follows on Twitch, I'm sorry that I didn't do a live show today. But hey, you know what? Maybe I'll see you on Friday. Uh, if you did not already hit follow on Twitch, head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and hit the follow button because it really does help. Let's get started with today's Nintendo news. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, last week... The Pokemon company held like a Nintendo Direct kind of video where they showed off a bunch of Pokemon stuff, including Pokemon Snap. And then they said at the end, they said, hey, by the way, uh, next week we have a new project that we're working on that we want to unveil. And of course, in the absence of information, speculation will run rampant and... Whenever speculation runs rampant, people start to believe the things that they want to happen, and then when the things that they want to happen don't happen, they get very, very angry. Before I talk about my thoughts on the reaction to this, I suppose I should tell you what actually happened today, and that is that uh, the Pokemon Company unveiled a brand new Pokemon game that is wildly different than I think anybody anticipated. Now, if you have been listening to this show for a a long time and probably a really long time, because I don't think that I talked about this in a a while, uh, but you probably have heard, and, and actually I may have never mentioned it on this show. I may have only mentioned it on like my older podcast before this. Um, but, uh, Nintendo, like I've always been a fan of the MOBA genre. Now, if you don't know what MOBAs are, it's Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. Generally, it is a 5v5 or 3v3 scenario where uh, you are playing online against other players and you have a map where half of the map belongs to your team and half of the map belongs to the other team. And you have to destroy the... Uh, nodes that belong to the other team, while simu- simultaneously defending your nodes from the enemy team, makes sense. Uh, good examples of this would be League of Legends, um, Dota, def- uh, Dota Two, Dota 2 um, Smite is a great example of this. Uh, Heroes of the Storm is my personal favorite uh, Moba so far. And for a long time, I said Nintendo should make a MOBA. They've got all of these characters. They could call it Smash something or other. This is obviously well before Smash Ultimate was announced. Um, They've got all of these characters. And, you know, you could have Mario and Pikachu and, and Link and Bowser. And you could have all of these characters and have them play this kind of game. And I think it would be really, really fun. Well as somebody who is a fan of the MOBA genre, I'm kind of okay with what Pokemon announced today. However, there are a lot of people who are not okay with what was announced today. And what was announced today is Pokemon Unite, a Pokemon-themed MOBA. Not a Nintendo-themed MOBA, which is, you know, would give them a lot more uh, freedom, but a Pokemon-themed MOBA. And... It's coming to Nintendo Switch and mobile devices, and it will have cross-play, so you can be playing on your Nintendo Switch, and somebody else could be playing on their cell phone, which is fine. Um, it's, I'm, it's going to be a free-to-start game, and it will likely have a bunch of microtransactions. Now, you have heard me on this show, and probably on other shows, complain about microtransactions, in the gaming industry. I've not ever been a fan of microtransactions. However, the way that MOBAs tend to work, and I don't know for sure that this is how uh, Pokemon Unite will work, but the way that MOBAs tend to work is you really don't have to spend any money in order to play those games. And the reason why is because in a MOBA, you generally have a lot of characters to choose from. And you don't own any of the characters unless you spend money on them if you spend money on a character then you can use it whenever you want however they also will have free characters like they'll have a tank character which is really good at absorbing damage a dps character which is really good at dealing out damage or a support character which is good at at helping the other characters you know survive um Quite often, you'll be playing a MOBA, and they'll have one or more of each of those type of characters free for the week. So you can turn on the game, and I'm just going to make up a a scenario, which is not necessarily true. This is just off the top of my head based on my experience with other MOBAs. You can turn on Pokemon Unite, and this week you'll have Pikachu and uh, Charmander as the free characters and you can also play as any of the other Pokemon that you have purchased. And that's where the microtransactions come in. They come in where you buy a character to use whenever you want or to augment that character to look different or, I don't know, maybe have like maybe have Charmander shoot blue fire instead of red fire or pink fire. You know, they do uh, a breast cancer awareness month and they have, all right, we're going to do... Uh, Pink fire as the costume that you can buy for Charmander this 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 month, or they have Pride Month and maybe uh, uh, I, I don't know Squirtle shoots out rainbow water, you know that kind of thing, uh, and that's that that kind of microtransactions that's okay with me because you can easily play this game, or, uh, maybe not this game, but I'm talking about MOBAs in general. You can easily play these games without spending any money and you never really feel pressured to spend money unless you're really enjoying the character and you always want to use that character then you're encouraged to okay i'm gonna go ahead and spend some money on this and you know even even games like uh heroes of the storm which is my favorite moba so far um although i haven't played it in years um even like Heroes of the Storm, you can earn in-game currency and then turn around and spend that on unlocking characters. It's a really slow process. You can do that, or you can use real-world money. And I think that that most people don't it, who follow the gaming industry closely are like me, and they don't like microtransactions. But if you're unfamiliar with MOBAs and you hear that this Pokemon uh, Unite game is a mobile-focused game with microtransactions, you might assume, and maybe I'm wrong about this, maybe there is pay-to-win in this, uh, you might assume that that's pay-to-win stuff, kind of like in Fire Emblem Heroes, where you you pay some gambling stuff to get a loot box, and then that loot box has a one-star version of Pikachu, when really you were hoping for a five-star version of Pikachu. Now, if that's the case then somebody hand me my pitch, my pitchfork and my torch because I have got to complain about that. But we don't know that yet. So I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that what we get is something that's closer to the MOBA genre and less like the uh, the gotcha mechanic genre. And, uh, you know, If we all cross our fingers and hope together, maybe that will take place. I don't know. Hey, who's telling this story? So let's talk a little bit more about what the game is like. You and five teammates get together, and you are trying to catch Pokemon in the wild and deliver these Pokemon to little uh capture points and those capture points are what typically the moba genre would have as towers which are things that attack other players so you want to catch a wild pokemon you want to bring it to the capture point if you take damage while you're trying to give the pokemon to the capture point it interrupts you and so the goal is to capture as many pokemon and maybe also destroy the enemy's capture points so that they can't turn in the Pokemon that they want. You, you're trying to limit their options while capturing Pokemon for yourself. And, you know, there's combat between you and the other characters. You know, you also have the... There, there, it's a very PvE and PvP-focused game where they just kind of mingle the two things together. And that's very typical for uh, MOBA games you also will typically start your character from level 1. So, let's say that you are a Charmander main. Uh when you start the game, you're going to be Charmander and as you play, you will level up and become uh Charizard and then I don't know whatever's next after that. I'm I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm not into the Pokémon lore, so I don't I can't remember. And I I know people are like, "How do you not know this, Bill?" And because goldfish memory, that's what I have. Uh, but basically, then the next time you play, you don't start at that higher level. You start back at level one and you level up again. Very similar uh, to any other MOBA. Very similar to most online only games where you are not, there's not a sense of progression vertically. The progression is more what's happening with your account over time. And it's it's less about progression and more about the moment to moment uh fighting which is really cool. Now, when um when they made this announcement, there were like 35,000 people had upvoted the the video. When they started the video, it had 35,000 and by the time the video was over, there were about 20,000 people had downvoted this on uh on YouTube. I just opened up the video again like right now. And currently, there are 65,000 upvotes up and 131,000 downvotes. People are very, very upset about this. They do not like this idea. Now, I, am, I understand that people are disappointed. And, and hey, I think it's perfectly valid for you to be disappointed that they didn't do the thing that you wanted. But here's the thing they never said what they were going to do and everybody looked at like the clues in the video whether they were um clues on purpose or not and and i'm talking about last week's video and they assumed that pokemon company was going to be remaking some classic pokemon games and now pokemon company never said that they were doing that and people just assumed that they were. And now it turns out that they're not doing that. And so everybody, not everybody, many people who assumed that that's the case are shoveling all of their hate at this idea. And while I'm I'm perfectly okay with you saying, I don't like MOBAs, this isn't for me, or I'm really disappointed that I'm not getting what I was hoping for. Both of those are completely reasonable. But there are so many people out there who are hating on this idea and saying that this game is trash and they've never played it. I I think, listen, it's a free game. And when it comes out, just give it a shot. I mean, it's at worst, it won't be a fun time. And you will have lost nothing, or maybe you will realize that that this is a genre that you really enjoy, or maybe Pokemon Company has taken has taken this genre and turned it on its head in a way that makes it palatable to you, or maybe you'll just be like, eh, whatever it's okay, I'm not into it and while i I completely understand that people want to revisit the other regions that they have uh, played in the past, you know maybe gold, silver or pearl, whatever I can't remember them all um, I, I I understand that, but there's a lot of vitriol and anger out there on uh, on the internet on YouTube and on Twitter and I just think you know what why don't we just why don't we just take a step back and give this game a shot and maybe it'll be cool. And maybe it will be a dumpster fire. Now, if you hear that argument and you say, ah, but Bill, Pokemon Company is partnering with Tencent and Tencent is from China and we don't like the communist China and uh, I'm unhappy about that. For, for all of those people who are saying that kind of stuff, I would say you cannot get away from Tencent. This company is huge. They own stakes in so many publishers, and not just in the gaming industry. They do TV shows. They do movies like the Wonder Woman movie, which I thought was pretty damn good. I really liked the Wonder Woman movie. I thought it was fantastic. In fact, I think that the Wonder Woman movie is the best of the DC Cinematic Universe movies. It was really great. Yeah, Tencent had their hand, had their grubby little hands in it. And I understand there's a lot of people who hear Tencent and they think, I don't think I like that. But you know what they're really good at? They own Riot. And Riot makes League of Legends one of the best. Well, I can't say one of the best MOBAs. I don't even really like it. But one of the most popular MOBAs of all time. And if you were going to ask somebody to work with Pokemon Company in order to make a Pokemon-themed MOBA, don't you think that you would want somebody with years and years and years and years of experience in the genre? I mean, that's what I would want. And that's what we got. We got Riot Games working, well, Tencent working with uh, the Pokemon Company and probably some expertise from Riot Games. I think that I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Am I okay with Tencent? Not really. Kind of makes me feel a little bit dirty. I don't like Tencent. But if I tried to avoid anything that Tencent put their, uh, their hands in, well, then I'd, I'd be sitting here looking at a blank wall because they have their fingers in every single pie that's out there. Anyway, what did you guys... Think of the Pokemon um, Unite uh, stream today. Did you think it looked cool? Did you think it was awful? Are you shaking your fist at the sky like an old man yelling at a cloud, or are you somebody who just does not care? I'm gonna tweet out a question about this on my Twitter account at Run Jump Stomp, and if you guys reply, then maybe we'll talk about it on Saturday. You get a low score for this game. You know, I got a, a tweet from somebody. It was a DM. My DMs are open on Twitter. I got get a I get DM on Twitter from somebody and they said, hey, Bill, I just wanted to let you know that I can't be a patron right now because my financial situation changed. And I, you know, I get messages like this every once in a while. And, you know, first off, thank you for considering supporting the show by heading on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. But- God, if if your financial situation changes, trust me, I understand because mine just changed. But if your financial situation changes and you need to say, okay, I can't do this right now. Well, for crying out loud, I 100% completely understand just the fact that you listen to the show at all is enough for me. So I'm really, really happy that people listen to the show. The fact that others go above and beyond to support the show by heading on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. That is absolutely crazy to me. So every once in a while I get a message from somebody and they're like, I'm sorry that I can't continue supporting. Please don't apologize. I understand. Financial situations change. Okay? We all understand what that's like. Just I hope that you'll continue to listen to the show, even if you have to deal with the ads. Uh, I had somebody tweet at me. uh, They said, hey, Bill, I'm a longtime listener. I just want to know if I subscribe to your Patreon, will I still be able to use my podcast app of choice to access your ad free feed or will I have to use the native Patreon app? Thanks. Uh, So that was from uh, Matthew. Uh, So Matthew, as long as your uh, podcast app accepts RSS feeds, you'll be all set. Uh, so what basically what happens is you get a custom RSS feed when you subscribe on Patreon, and uh, as long as you are a patron, that RSS feed continues to update with new stuff. And if your app will accept an RSS feed, then you should be all set. And I figure if Matt was tweeting this at me, then there was probably quite a few people who are wondering exactly the same thing. Back to the show. Nintendo tweeted this out. They said version 8.0 of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will arrive within one week. This update includes fighter adjustments, meaning replay data from previous versions will be incompatible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, when you are playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you can uh, save replays of your fights and then watch them back later. However, whenever they make big adjustments to the game, a lot of those replay versions don't work correctly anymore, and that's because maybe they change the timing of a character's attack when it tries to replay that back. Well, it's it's not re- necessarily it's not recording a video; it's recording all of the things that happened and then replaying it so you can watch it. And if they change the way that a character works, then it won't react the same way as it did previously. So if you want to convert your replays or back them up, essentially, uh, head on over to the Vault, Replays, Replay Data, and Convert to Video before updating. So basically what that will do is it'll take your replay data, turn it into a video, which then you can save so that you can watch them later. Uh, so I just wanted to let people know about this. Now, speaking of backups, I have a bit of a rant. Um, Nintendo has really let me down. Big time. And I'm very irritated about it. And I'm going to complain just a little bit. So if you don't want to hear me complain, then go ahead and skip forward a couple minutes. Uh, but my son's Switch was broken. And so we uh, I called up Nintendo. Well, it, he he dealt with it by only playing it on TV mode for a while because the due to COVID-19, Nintendo's repair center's were not uh, operating, all right? They weren't accepting any consoles, you couldn't send them in, but then they started to open back up. I got an email from Nintendo saying, you can send it in now, so we sent it in, and then I got an email back saying, well, let me let me restart. Um, I called up, and I said, hey, if I send this in, all right, if I send this in, are you going to wipe the data? Because my son has some games that don't have cloud backups, namely Pokemon uh, Sword Shield. I can't remember which one he has and um, Animal Crossing. And I'm sure that there's a couple other games that don't have backups, like Splatoon 2 doesn't have backups, but I don't think he really cares about that one so much. Um, so I, I, I picked up the phone. I called Nintendo. I was talking to a person that person was great. And they said, yeah, we're not going to erase anything. We're just going to replace the broken part. And before we do that, we'll call you to make sure that that's okay. And I said, all right, great. And he said, okay, so uh, just hang on. We're going to email you when it's ready. And uh, then, we can, then you can uh, print off the thing and send it to us. And I said, all right, then we'll do that. A few weeks go by, and I get the message, hey, it's time to send in your Switch. So I packaged everything up and uh, sent it in. And um, I got an email back, and they said, oh, yeah, uh, so we erased your Switch. And I was like, what the hell? What do you mean you erased my Switch? So I called up, and it turns out they didn't erase my Switch. They didn't even bother fixing the one that we sent in. They just replaced it. So like I looked, the serial number of the one that they sent back is different than the serial number of the one that I sent in. Meaning that A, the guy who I talked to got turned into a liar. I don't know if he was lying, probably not. Like he thought that that would happen. He thought that they would call me. Uh, But then they just didn't call. Like they didn't say, oh, we can't fix this. Let's uh, replace it. Let me call up Bill at the phone number that he gave us and say, hey, Bill, uh, we can't fix it. Do you want us to replace it or do you you just want us to send it back? At which point I would have gone and asked my son what his thoughts were. But instead, they just decided, all right, I'm just going to send him a new one, completely different one. And so his Pokemon save is gone. His Animal Crossing save is gone. And those are probably the two games that he cared most about. Because those games are the ones that you put a lot of work into. And, you know, Pokemon, he had finished Pokemon. Like, that's like, he had a bunch of Pokemon that he had caught. And he was really excited for the expansion pass. And now he's going to have to start over when his Switch arrives. He's going to have to start from scratch. And, you know, surprising no one, he's not too pleased about that. And neither am I. And it it, it brings to my mind the idea that, damn it, Nintendo, you need to fix your cloud saves. I understand, and I've talked about this on the show many times, I understand that Nintendo is trying to avoid people cheating or something like that but find a better solution. Just, that's it. Find a better solution. My iPad has cloud saves on stuff, and it's not always connected to the internet. If I go someplace, my iPad is not connected to the internet. If I do something on my iPad, and then it connects to the internet, it backs that up. Why can't Nintendo do something like that? It is ridiculous that Nintendo has not figured this out yet. And... Now my son has lost all of his Animal Crossing work, which I I know I'm calling it work. It's a game. It's ridiculous. Guess what? If I had my Animal Crossing save deleted, I would be rightly so. I would be off. I would be really angry. And the the same thing to happen to his Pokemon game. Anyway, I just wanted to rant about that for a, uh, a second. Thank you for listening. I'm going to lightning round the rest of the stories for today. Real quick, if uh, if you're a Fortnite fan, you're going to be able to... <laughs> this is so weird. You're going to be able to watch movies in Fortnite on your Nintendo Switch, uh, but just three movies and only at specific times. And if you want to know more about the specific times, check out the link in the show notes. The three movies are Inception, Batman Begins, and The Prestige. And you might ask, Bill, why are we getting those specific three movies? And here's my guess. It has something to do with the fact that Christopher Nolan has a movie coming out sometime soon. I can't remember when it is. It's called, Um. oh, it's like, a, it's a palindrome. I've forgotten the name of the movie off the top of my head. It doesn't matter what the name of the movie is. Tenet. I remember now. It's called Tenet, T-E-N-E-T. Uh, and it's all about like things going backwards. It's really kind of weird. And I'm interested in it because I think Christopher Nolan makes really good movies. And um, he made all of these movies. So my guess is that they're going to use these events to... um, Like people will be logging in on Fortnite. Did you hear that? That jerk driving by my house? Thanks, jerk. Uh, They're going to be people logging into Fortnite and watching Inception, Batman Begins, and The Prestige. And I'm sure that they will see trailers for Tenet, which is coming to theaters. I don't know whenever theaters open again. Um, Although I think some theaters are open, depending on where you live. Let's move on. Uh, I think that's uh, such a weird thing. Would you want to log into Fortnite and watch a movie in Fortnite, where like you can see your character and other characters jumping around and bouncing around and doing the popcorn emote, which I'm sure everybody will be doing the popcorn. Is that something that you want to see watching movies in Fortnite? I know that they do concerts in Fortnite, but I don't know. This just seems really, really weird to me. It's cool, but it's certainly not something that I would get excited about uh other other things to talk about real quick before we get out of here uh ea has seven games coming to the nintendo switch this year according to venture beat uh we now know what all seven of those games are i'm going to list them off uh this has not been officially announced by ea as of now but uh but uh, according to venture beat they have figured out the other ones uh apex legends which we know for sure, FIFA 21 Legacy Edition, which we knew for sure, the games that we weren't sure 100% on would be Lost in Random, another EA game, uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2010 as a remaster, it's also going to come to other platforms, uh, the new Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, which is the most recent entry in the Plants Plants vs. Zombies franchise, my son will probably be excited for that, he is a fan of the third-person shooter, uh, Plants vs. Zombie game, and I've watched him play it, and it's actually kind of cool looking, and then there is an unannounced EA original from Valen Studios, uh, which is the, uh, studio that found, uh, founded by the, the original founders of Vicarious Visions, um, If this uh, is accurate, then you are hoping for Mass Effect, like I was hoping that they would bring Mass Effect, then, you know, prepare to be disappointed. But you know what? This is rumors, and we don't know if it is 100% for sure. Tonight's special presentation of Superman is brought to you by Atari, a family of electronic products that challenge you, teach you, touch your life. Discover Atari and discover how far you can go. Thank you to each and every producer of the show. This is anybody who is on the Patreon at the producer level or higher. Uh, You guys are amazing and it really does help. You have no idea how amazing it is when I get a notification that somebody has decided to become a producer of the show. I really, really appreciate it. And so at the end of the show, I shout out their names. So thank you. Two Trucker Paul, Bowser, Matt Hadfield, Jordan Forbes, Abigail 13, and Paul Bramblet. This list is ever-growing, and you guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Become a part of the community. If you didn't know, we've got over 1,300 people that are part of our community Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live when I record it live, which I did not do today, over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, at runjumpstomp. And by the way, uh, send me a DM with a thumbs up. If you've been listening all the way up until the end, send me a DM with a thumbs up that you got to the end of the show. I'm just curious how many people make it this far into the episode. Uh, If you want to check out other ways that you can support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And of course, check out my other shows at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. This music is Corneria Star Fox remixed by Noteblock. See you guys around. Stay awesome. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net.